Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hunt Palmer joins us now from ESPN Radio down in Baton Rouge. Hunt, welcome into the show. How are you? Doing great, guys. How are y'all? Oh, we're good. I mean, we're kind of divided. You know, we got Arkansas football this afternoon, early this evening. They're playing Kansas in the Liberty Bowl, and then as soon as that game's over, we got the SEC basketball opener against LSU. So it's a it's a great day for Razorback fans. They get two for for two for one today. Do they have the toilets working in the Liberty Bowl yet, or is that still a work in progress? That is a work in progress. They brought in over 400 porta potties and taking it to the Liberty Bowl. I haven't. I'm in Memphis, but I haven't made it to uh, the Liberty Bowl yet. But that's the plan as of uh, last night. They had a bunch of porta potties set up. It's a uh, it's a bad situation, man. I'll be honest with you. Here in Memphis, uh, a lot of the hotels downtown and businesses they're just now getting running water. So they're they're uh, they're doing the best that they can do, I guess. Nothing to remedy things like a little Kansas football. That'll get everybody in the spirit. <laughs> what about LSU basketball? Uh, what, what should we expect to see out of them tonight? Oh, man, uh, we don't really know because LSU, obviously, it's year one under Matt McMahon. Uh, once Will Wade was, was fired, literally the entire roster either left or went to the transfer portal, and literally the entire recruiting class decided to decommit. So he was building a roster from zero, and he did a really good job in the span of about 40 days putting together a roster that I think more nights than not is going to be competitive in the SEC. They're not going to win a ton of games. Uh, they're not there. Um, but we just don't know about, a ton about this team because they haven't played anybody. I think a lot of that was by design. Um, they went down to Kansas and to the Caymans and played Kansas State in the championship game of that tournament and scored at the buzzer. But the clock operator in a high school gym didn't start the clock on time, so they disallowed the basket, and that was LSU's lone loss. They went and played Wake Forest in Atlanta. They got behind by 20 in the first half and scrapped and clawed and came back and won that game, which was fairly impressive. It's a pretty old team. Uh, it's not an overly um, talented team. I don't know if there are any surefire pros on the team. Um, but I think they're they're going to be competent, and they're going to be fairly competitive. Uh, I think Arkansas is significantly the more talented roster in the PMAC tonight, uh, even with uh, Smith and, and Brazil out. But um, I, I think LSU's going to put up a fight most nights, but I think it's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of a six or seven SEC win team. Justice Hills from Little Rock. How has Justice looked? He's been the same guy he's really been throughout his time at Murray State. Uh, I think tonight's interesting just because of the length that Arkansas's got in their backcourt and that the Juice is a, a smaller point guard. Uh, doesn't shoot it very well, about 30% from three, um, but has not turned it over very much. That's going to be huge for LSU tonight. I know Arkansas forces a ton of turnovers, and LSU cannot allow that. If they give Arkansas more possessions and at a quicker pace, it's going to be trouble. But uh, Juice runs the, the, flow, the flow of the game. He's in control. He makes good passes. Um, he needs to do a better job of, one, finishing in, in two-point range. Obviously, he's a smaller player, but he shoots 35% on twos this year, which is really inefficient. And he's under 60% from the free throw line, which is really inefficient. He's got to do a better job. They're trying to find offense. A little bit of help for K.J. Williams and when Adam Miller's right. And that's a guy that can do a little bit more offensively than what he's done. Obviously, the competition rests up starting tonight, but they need a little bit more from him. We're talking with Hunt Palmer. He joins us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Hunt, what kind of pace does LSU play with? So they've kind of done a little bit of both. Um, I think in this game they will very much want to slow it down. I know that Arkansas 
uh, averages a lot of possessions. They're not tempo team. They like to go. LSU doesn't want to get in the track meet with Arkansas. They're not talented enough to do that. So I think in this game, they'll want to want to slow it down. I think at times against Northwestern State or against UT Arlington, some of those teams, they might want to get it going a little bit because they're the better team. They want more possessions. Tonight, that's not the case. If the game gets up and down the floor tonight, I think that very much benefits Arkansas. What kind of crowd do you expect tonight? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Um, students not here, so that's one part of the equation. Uh, they won't have hardly any students there. Uh, and 8 o'clock on a weeknight, but school's not in, it'll be pretty good. Uh, I think you know, TMAC holds about 11, and they usually have somewhere in the neighborhood of six or so for a general crowd. I would think you'd get north of that, pushing 7,500 or so. It'll be loud enough to where it can give LSU a shot of life if it's, if it's tight, close, but nothing. It's not going to be like Bud Walton or Rupp or any of those. It's, that's just not not where basketball is right now in Baton Rouge. It's safe to say more people are focused in on the, the bowl game than LSU basketball? Um, yeah, the bowl game is such an interesting deal now. I mean, LSU, relative to the rest of the country, actually does have a pretty full roster going into this bowl game, nothing like last year when they played with a wide receiver quarterback and 36 scholarship guys. I don't think LSU fans really want to win the bowl game, but where you were you know, coming off the field against Alabama and after beating Arkansas and you figured you had a, a real chance to potentially make a playoff, you could pull a miracle and beat Georgia. And then to get smoked by A&M and smoked by Georgia, the air came out of the balloon a little bit there. But, yeah, I think, uh, interestingly enough, and y'all are one of the few places I can come on and actually say this and get a, not get laughed off the air, people are just really excited for baseball to start around here because of the roster that Jay Johnson put together. But, you know, anytime somebody puts on purple and gold in this town, people start to look at it. <laughs> now, we've had those years, Hunt, where uh, it was like, when does baseball season start? And people were saying that in November. So <laughs> I know exactly what, what what you're talking about. Uh, what about the matchup with Purdue? Um, you, you like LSU's chances? Yeah, I mean, when you look at, as I mentioned, LSU got its quarterback playing, which is pretty rare these days. Kayshawn Booty's come back. He's going to play and come back next year. They got their offensive line intact. Really, the entire offense is intact. Defense, they lost really their entire defensive line to opt out to go play in the NFL, but everybody else is pretty much back, linebacker and secondary. So, play some young guys up front, but Purdue has just been decimated. Um, their starting quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, who's been there for 100 years, is opted out. They're the leading receiver in the nation. He won't be playing. Their number two pass catcher was a tight end. He won't be playing. So you lose your fifth-year senior quarterback, the number one receiver in the country, and your second leading receiver at tight end, plus your best defensive back's not playing, and your coach is gone. So it, it Purdue's in a pretty compromised spot. It's the reason it's a two-touchdown spread. I do like LSU in the game, but we'll see. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, man, I like LSU a lot in this game. And I looked at the line. It was at 14 and a half, so it's it's gone up a little bit. But, heck, I, I may still like LSU in this game. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's a total flip from last year where LSU should not have even got really played in the bowl game. It was a joke that they were even out there with a wide receiver trying to play quarterback. But um, this LSU team, relative to the what bowl big season has become, is pretty whole and uh, and should be rested. I don't know that they were tired at the end. They played a really light defensive line rotation, and there's nothing really else that I could point to as to why Texas A&M would run it right down their throats for 270 yards. It just that hadn't happened all year, and then it did. And then of course 
they were just no match for Georgia next week. So I don't know if they were tired, if they just got beat. Um, but either way, they should be a little bit more rested uh, after a month off. And you would think they could go get their 10th win. Yeah, Hunt Palmer with us, uh, ESPN Radio in Baton Rouge. And, and, and after losing those you know, last two games, they got a bad taste in their mouth. And we're talking about Kansas because that's who Arkansas plays. And uh, they're, they're using this game as a building block. They feel like you know you win a bowl game and it, it leads to bigger and better things in the future for them and, the, and their coaching staff. I can see that with Kelly. You know, This is a building block. You, you lost your last two games of the season, but we're not going out that way. Um, this is something that they're already preparing for 2023 in this game. Yeah, this is the ground floor for Brian Kelly. I think, obviously, we know that. I think um, probably my opinion has been for a while that, that bowl games are probably overvalued a little bit. Uh, Jacob Pester, who obviously you are familiar with, he played at LSU in the NFL, does some radio work with us on our morning show, and he thinks it's a huge deal. He thinks bowl games are a huge deal. Now, your signing class used to sign right on the heels of those bowl games, and that can kind of create some momentum. The signing glasses are pretty much done now. That was already inked a couple of weeks ago. So, um, yeah, I think winning 10 games is a nice start to Brian Kelly. I don't think anybody around here expected that to be the case. You won the SEC West. Uh, a lot of positive vibes. If you go out there and lose to a you know decimated Purdue team, that would be kind of a, a sour taste to the end of this whole thing, losing three of your last four. So I, I think you could probably sell it as a, uh, as a momentum boost if you were to win it. But, look, they got a huge game to open the season next year against Florida State in Orlando. Jordan Travis, their quarterback, is back. Jaden Daniels, now he's going to be back. That's probably going to be a top 10 matchup, maybe top 15. Um, I don't know that what happens against Purdue, although it's in the same stadium, is going to matter too much when they kick it off next, uh, next Labor Day weekend. Right, last question. I want to bring it back around to uh, basketball, and it's one of our questions of the day. It's a four-point line. Arkansas is favored by four on the road. Uh, if you had to go one way or the other, which way would you lean on this game? I would probably favor Arkansas. Um, yeah, LSU has played a lot of really bad basketball teams over the last three weeks, and they have not been able to separate from any of them. They have been in a dogfight every single time out there, whether it's UT Arlington, Wofford, Winthrop, a bunch of teams. And there's always a one- or two-point game with 90 seconds left. Uh, now, to their credit, they have done what it took to win every single game. They lost that K-State game, kind of fluky clock deal in the payments. But they, they, they deserve a little bit of credit for doing that. But same point, for hey, why are you playing around with these teams who are ranked 286th in the net? So uh, Arkansas is just more talented team, more proven, battle-tested team. I got a really good coach, and I just I, I would side with Arkansas. Would it stun me if LSU came out and won the game? No. It would probably take... 27 points from K.J. Williams and Adam Miller probably have to hit five or six threes, which he's been awful uh, shooting the basketball the last three weeks. Because um, they've got some talent, um, but it's, it's not what Arkansas has got. All right, thanks, man. Well, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Have a great new year. Happy New Year as well. Thanks.